Welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on small business sustainability. And our guest this week, we're in Santa Ana, California and talking to a business owner who's making a clean sweep of the janitorial world. This is Small Business Celebration. Welcome, where we're celebrating small businesses for big breakthroughs. Welcome to Small Business Celebration, and our guest this week is Jasmine Zhao, the CEO of Juniper Cleaning. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for having me. And for visionaries who don't know who you are, who are you and what is it that you do? Hi, my name is Jasmine Zhao. I manage my family's commercial cleaning company, Juniper Cleaning, in Orange County, California. Now, one of the reasons we're talking with Jasmine is I've been getting a lot of visionary questions about franchises, being a franchisee, and what if you no longer want to be part of a franchise? What's involved with that? And it, it can be kind of a scary prospect in the process. But before we talk about that, Jasmine, tell us, give us a little bit of background because you've taken over the family business, haven't you? And who started the family business? My father. Okay. He started cleaning himself and then he was really good at it. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, he was really busy and he couldn't handle all of the work himself. Right. So he gathered a team together. And then as his small little cleaning company, at this time it was just house cleaning, right. he wanted to get into the commercial sector. So he, he purchased a janitorial franchise. And why did he choose to do that? Because buying into a franchise can be very appealing to a lot of people. It is very appealing because mm -hmm. they give you, uh, well, they're supposed to give you a business model, something right. that you can follow. And if you follow, you can be successful. Right. Usually that's the whole point of a franchise. Right. How long ago did you take over your, for, for your father in the so family business? I took over about six years ago. Why would you take over the family business? Because you were doing something else before that, weren't you? I was a project manager for okay. a large hospital in Orange County. Now that sounds like it was a safe, secure, steady job. Why on earth would you leave something like that and take over the family business? Because it's a family business. <laughs> okay, you're going to have to tell me more, yeah. please. It was a combination of personal mm -hmm. and also uh, like personal reasons and also having able to grow the business for my family. Mm. Why is that important? Because the business was um, at a point where it was stagnant mm. and it, it really needed more. I wanted to involve my brother and my sister and uh, really have the business uh, be a possible future. And what has that future become? Well, um, so far since, since I took over, we've... Uh, tripled our revenue. Triple. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And that's just been the last six years? In the last six years, yeah. How has that affected you and your family? Well, it's, it's been a, a, a rough transition, okay. right? Because when uh, my dad was working with the franchise, they mm. had a completely different business model. Mm. So it was almost like starting a new business. Okay. The advantage of starting a new business as my dad had built it 
was that he we had the the knowledge of cleaning a building and doing a really good job in the facility right but we were missing structure we didn't do so well in accounting in other areas so it was almost like having to build all of the structure from scratch what kinds of businesses do you serve we serve general office buildings, so that would be class A buildings and class B buildings, so law offices, mm. architects' offices, and general business services. So all services that work in an office. And do you do any kinds of other, like manufacturing or anything else like, along those yes. lines? Yes, we also serve manufacturing facilities, okay. distribution, warehouse centers, okay. private schools. Right, right outpatient medical facilities. So you guys do a whole variety of different things. Yes, there's <laughs> a lot of stuff that we don't do as well. What are some of those things? We don't do daycares, okay. public schools, hair salons, restaurants. And why don't you do those kinds of businesses? We looked at, so when we did an assessment of which clients mm -hmm. we are really good at servicing, ah. and we focus on those clients. Do you need to have any kind of special bonding and insurance, or what are some of the legal things that you guys have to deal with? For a cleaning company, you should definitely be insured. Okay. So liability insurance, mm -hmm. a janitorial bond. Right. Workers' comp is very important. Right. And you also need to be registered mm. with the... Department of Labor okay. to operate a janitorial company. When you're working in manufacturing and you're working in some of these other facilities, do you have to have any kind of legal agreements that you have to sign in order to do the cleaning for those kind of businesses? It really depends on the client. Okay. So some clients might require you to do either additional safety training mm -hmm. or specific training to their facility. Okay. Or um, there's clients that might have uh, trade secret secrets and confidential information. So in that case, a client would require us and our employees to sign NDAs, confidentiality agreements, or so on. When you have this kind of variety, do you choose different employees to work with different kinds of businesses and during times of the day? Yes, definitely. How does that work? So depending on the type of facility, right, like if we are having a facility that we clean during the day, mm -hmm. a person that's going to be interacting with people, right? interpersonal skills would be important. Sure, sure. When we have a facility that we clean at night and no one's there, it's important the person can work independently. How often do you do the cleanings of these facilities? Usually is daily. Mm -hmm. So a lot of our facilities are monthly, Monday through Friday. Okay. However, we do have some facilities that are seven days a week. I'm guessing you have multiple teams to do that? Yes, definitely. And what kinds of cleaning do they do? Depending on the facility, so a general office building, right, we're going to be doing vacuuming, dusting, mm -hmm. mopping, high dusting, low dusting, so general cleaning. Okay. A manufacturing facility might require more. Okay. Floor scrubbing, drip and sealing. Uh, we also do carpet cleaning, power washing, window cleaning. So it depends on the type of facility that we clean. What kinds of surfaces do you guys clean? Um, so each facility will be very different, right? So mm -hmm. if we have a class A facility, they're gonna have materials are high-end materials. Mm. They're gonna have marble. Mm. They're gonna have tile. Right. They're gonna have a lot of glass, natural wood. Right. Versus a manufacturing facility, 
they're gonna have more cubicles, carpets, they're gonna have more tile floor or polished concrete. So go into detail a little bit for us about the kinds of business and commercial cleaning, because you don't do residential anymore. We do very little residential. Okay, and why did you choose to do commercial instead? The residential business and the commercial build business is they're very different mm. when it comes to janitorial. How so? One of them you're selling to a consumer mm -hmm. right. and then the other one you're selling to a business. Right. So everything from the type of cleaning to the interactions with the client ah. is very, very different. Right. We felt that commercial was uh, something that could be more scalable. Not to say that a residential company cannot also be scalable because it's a really good business as well. Right. It was a better fit for us. So with scalability comes sustainability. Correct. If visioneers want to learn more about Juniper Cleaning, how do they reach you? Our website is junipercleaning.com. We're also in LinkedIn. Phone number is 949-440-1195. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about growth and sustainability and how you make your parents' business your own. And if you like Small Business Celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, and notify, and we'll be right back. The winter season is rapidly approaching, but are the tires on your car or truck ready for wet weather? Bakersfield's best tire store, Clarou Tire, has been serving families like yours for 80 years and installs and services the tires your family depends on when the wet weather comes. Give Clarou Tire a call at 661-324-6069 and ask them about what tire works best for you and your budget. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 or visit them at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield or at ClarouTire.com today. The wet winter weather is rapidly approaching. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 today. I'm here with Jasmine Zhao, the CEO of Juniper Cleaning, and our visionary question comes from Karen who asks, I'm taking over the family business where my parents did everything themselves. What did you do to figure out what you can still do yourself and what you should hire someone else to do? I think it's important to look at what your strengths are. Okay. Utilize the resources that are available. Such as? So like the Small Business Administration has a lot of resources. Uh, SCORE, which is a national nonprofit, has a lot of resources. They have coaches that are free. How did you find out about them? Um, so I found out about them during COVID. Uh, so when we started looking at the PPP loans and the different resources available. How has that affected your growth as a business owner? Over the last two years, I've been able to add a lot more structure, a lot more process mm. to our business right. and with the help of experts. One of the things you had mentioned in the previous segment a little bit is the transition of the business from when your dad owned the business to suckering in your children or his children into the business. And describe for us about that process. Um, it was a very long process. We were very lucky mm, because uh, our franchise uh, was uh, going to expire. Mm. When I took over, we, we were still under contract with the franchise. Mm -hmm. And during that time, one of the things that I looked at is what can we do to mm. start getting our own business without the franchise? Like what, what do we need? Mm. Do we need a website? Do we need 
what processes do we, do we need to put in place? And so we started putting all of those processes together and the timing was perfect because by the time that our franchise was due for renewal, mm -hmm. we had been working on the last five years and preparing ourselves or be building our structure to uh, be able to function without the franchise. How did you find those new contracts? The majority of our contracts were through referrals. Mm. Referrals from current clients or, yeah, actually. All of <laughs> it was mostly referrals. It was like, yes, actually, it was all, it was all referrals right. from other clients, either residential clients or some of our commercial clients. Right. As part of our, my work with a business mentor, SCORE business mentor, we looked at marketing and we looked at um, sales and building a sales process and investing into our marketing efforts. Leaving a franchise can be scary. How did that transition make you feel going into, essentially like you mentioned in the last segment, it's like starting a new business all over again. I think um, for my father and I had very different perspectives. Okay. He started with the franchise, that's all he, he knew. Mm. So I think for him it was a much more difficult transition right and for me since since i took over the business i i knew that i did not that i wanted to uh eventually you know have our own business not mm. dependent on the franchise what did you realize when you started taking over the business yeah that 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 surprised you the most I realized that it wasn't as easy as I thought. Okay, how so? I worked at a hospital before, so right. a, a large corporate environment, you have access to all of these resources, risk management, accounting departments, payroll departments, right. and everything else you may need. Right. So as you're managing your department, you're accessing these resources. And when and, you're the small business owner. And when you're a small business, suddenly you're all of those departments <laughs> yourself. Sure. Right, right. The learning curve was longer than I thought. Right. And just the, the effort and, and skill set was more than I thought. I, I figured that if I was able to do all of these projects at the hospital, the running this small business was going to be, I could do it in my sleep. <laughs> but <laughs> that, was, that wasn't the case. That huh? was far from the truth. How'd that make you feel? Uh, it humbled me quite a bit. Really? How so? I realized that I needed to um, I needed to make an effort to learn to um, to be flexible to access uh, to read a lot more to access more resources to listen to a lot more podcasts right. and videos and try to uh, bring my skill set to a place where I can um, not only manage the business but grow it and grow you exactly. When we come back, we're going to delve deeper into one of the topics we just talked about, which is getting more leads and contacts for your business if you don't have somebody like a franchise to help you with that process. When we come right back. 
The reason we're talking with Jasmine Zell, the CEO of Juniper Cleaning, is because of the financial support from visioners just like you on our Patreon page. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash small business celebration where you'll get extra con content, extra information, and see some of the behind the scenes stuff of small business celebration. And with your financial support, we can help other small businesses make big breakthroughs. I'm here with Jasmine Zhao, the CEO of Juniper Cleaning, and our visionary question comes from Linda who asks, in a franchise model, the franchisor brings in your leads. When you're not in a franchise, what are you doing to bring in the leads that's sustainable? We started getting uh, new leads just from referrals. Okay. So that's always a good place to start. Right. Then depending on your particular business, I think it's important to get to know who your customer is, who your client mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. What is your client persona? Where do they shop? Right. What do they do? And then from there you could do, you can target your client. Ah. Either through uh, social media marketing, your website, call calling. Right. And, but it, it really depends on who your client is. Did you discover who your client is by the clients that you had before that you wanted to work with? Absolutely, yeah. We looked at what our current client profile is. Okay. We looked at which clients we were the most successful at serving. Ah, there it is. And from there, we focused on who that client is. And how did you tailor your marketing for that particular kind of client? We're constantly updating our marketing. Mm. We had several meetings of just understanding what are they interested on. Mm. I interviewed uh, previous clients, right. talked to them about how they, what their process is for shopping mm. for a cleaning company. That's what, smart. We just redid our website, show them our website, ask them what they thought to give us feedback. You'll be surprised how many clients are more than happy to assist you in that process. You know, that the way that van is, I don't like the picture of that van. <laughs> Something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, they give you great feedback and it's from their perspective, uh, right? Because when we were doing our website, one of the things that our website developer, right. one of the things that stuck out, she, I told her, I really like our website, our old website, and she right. said, it doesn't matter if you like it. <laughs> you're right. The you're right. Has sure. To like it. That really stuck out because we have to be able to understand what the client wants and needs from their perspective. When you're not here at the office, what do you like to do for fun? I love spending time with my family. Uh-huh. Movies, uh, sometimes just relaxing at home. And uh, you have a new member of the family coming. Yes. Have you picked a name yet? No names yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but you and your husband have a, a special criteria. What, what's that criteria for, for the name? We're looking for a name that starts with a J. Why J? Because my husband is John and I'm Jasmine. Uh -huh, so you want to keep the initials the same, huh? Yes. Well, and uh, for Vision Your Nation, until uh, two months from the airing of this, if you've got a suggestion, put it in the comments, and <laughs> Jasmine will go ahead. Because <laughs> you're having a hard time finding a, a J name. Yes. So anyway, go ahead and, and let us know, and uh, maybe, who knows, maybe your name, your choice will come up. Definitely. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> now, one of the things I like to ask a lot of successful business owners is what book 
do you like to gift? And what's your favorite one to gift to friends? The sort of art of not giving a fuck. <laughs> okay, and why that one? It's a really good book. It's funny, uh -huh. but it also has a lot of good um, good insight. It's an enjoyable book, book to read. Okay. It's, it's funny, but also a lot of the stuff that he talks about makes a lot of sense. Like what? Um, he talks about like our ego mm -hmm. and uh, letting go of that. Mm. Uh, it's, it's a very interesting book. And if you're not giving a book to, to friends, what book do you like to recommend? The E-Myth. Really? And why is that one? Because that one's come up numerous times on the show. Why, why is that one important for you? I love that book. I think that he describes perfectly how a business should be managed. Mm in terms of if you have a good structure, good processes in place, mm -hmm. then things flow. Mm. And otherwise, if you don't have structures, you don't have process, right. you're constantly putting out fires. So I, I, it's a great book. What makes you wake up every morning and open your business? Looking towards the future. So, so? even when even when things are not going well, there's, you have to have the vision of what you want to achieve mm -hmm. and stay focused on that vision, mm -hmm. whatever that may be. So for me, it's growing a business for my family. Okay. What does the future of Juniper Cleaning look like? Bright. How so? So we want to grow the business, mm -hmm. not only for ourselves, mm -hmm. but for our employees. We want to be a good place for employers, for our employees to, to work. Uh, a nice environment, uh, somewhere where they're treated with respect. And um, I feel like that's, that should be the purpose of every business. Why? Because, well, at least for us, because we're a service business, right? Mm -hmm. uh, different than a product business, but our employees are what makes the business. Without our employees, we wouldn't have a business. Jasmine, this has been a privilege. Thank you for joining us here on Small Business Celebration. Thank you. And if visioneers want to get in touch with you, how yes. do they do that? Our website is junipercleaning.com. Okay. Our phone number is 949-440-1195. Okay. My email, mm -hmm is jasmine, J-A-Z-M-I-N, at junipercleaning.com. Social media? And we are in LinkedIn. Under Juniper Cleaning. Juniper Cleaning. And I'll be right back with my final thought. The winter season is rapidly approaching, but are the tires on your car or truck ready for wet weather? Bakersfield's best tire store, Clarou Tire, has been serving families like yours for 80 years and installs and services the tires your family depends on when the wet weather comes. Give Clarou Tire a call at 661-324-6069 and ask them about what tire works best for you and your budget. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 or visit them at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield or at ClarouTire.com today. The wet winter weather is rapidly approaching. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 today. Drawn in sand. It's the first full week of February here in 2023, and this is the time of year where we realize 
Yeah, that gym membership that we got, well, we haven't been there for the last three weeks. Or you know that stack of 12 books that you bought to better yourself by reading a book a month? Well, you realize you're still on book number one and the bookmarker's on chapter two. Yes, we have discovered that the human foible of life has gotten in the way of our business. Yes, it's all the obligations of our family, of our friends, our social obligations to ourselves, our family, our business. And those kinds of things have gotten in the way of all the goals that we wanted to achieve for this year. But fear not, if this is the case for you, well, you're normal. This is a typical thing that happens to all of us. But also fear not, this is also the time of year where you can flip back to the goals you set for yourself at the very beginning of the year. But this time around, you can take a look at what's really working, what's, what's actually doable. After all, it's been often oversaid that the journey of life begins with a single step. And as far as your business and goals go, well, it's another cliche. Your goals are carved in stone, but your plans are drawn in sand. I hope you enjoyed our conversation this week with Jasmine Zhao, the CEO of Juniper Cleaning. And I hope you learned something that you can use to grow a strong and profitable business. And we'll see you here again with another small business making a big breakthrough. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration Podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.